Welcome to the Barfly Podcast. My name is Jeff Burkhart, columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirited Adventures of a Real Bartender. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, community manager for the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. Last time we talked about uh, how to write a Yelp review. So I think today maybe we should talk a little bit about how to read a review and how to respond to a review. I think those are two two things that a lot of people don't take into consideration. And it's very important, very, very important, especially as a business owner, whether you're a restaurant uh, owner or an auto mechanic or a dentist. Uh, you want to know what people are saying about you because it's your reputation that's online. Right. It's a public forum. That's the whole point of it. Right? I mean, is... I have to admit, I, I mean, I, I don't have to admit, I like to admit that I use Yelp as a tool. Yeah. Right? I read reviews all the time. You know, I always do the old, the, the old contractor thing where you get five bids, you mm-hmm. throw out the low, you throw out the high, and then you take a good, strong look at the middle. Yeah. Right? And I, that's how I utilize Yelp. And I think uh, it's been very helpful for me in that regard. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, and uh, I, I think that's uh, very valuable uh, advice to look at the middle for sure and um, there's I think a lot that you can learn from your reviews understandably uh, it's it's tough for a lot of business owners to get honest feedback because sometimes they're going to get feedback they don't want to hear you know they're going to get the review that isn't favorable right and that unfortunately comes with the territory if, if you can't handle that then you probably shouldn't be in business because <laughs> you're not going to please everybody as much as you want to and uh, yeah, but I, I think there's also a lot you can learn from uh, reviews as a business owner. If uh, I know we have talked about this in the past, but if enough people are saying that um, your your steak is undercooked or under seasoned, then maybe you might want to be looking at that and say like, talk to your chef. Maybe we need to do something new with that steak. Right. I think you once also mentioned to me that that uh, the restaurants that seem most concerned about five-star reviews are restaurants with incredibly high ratings already. That's a good point. Yeah, no, no, that's, uh, I find that always hilarious is uh, when I get those complaints from restaurant owners, they, they are the ones that already, they have a 99, like four or five-star reviews, but it's that one two-star review that drives them nuts. And then my phone, you know, blows up or I'm getting these angry emails like, well, how can... And again, I'm like, you you have like these great reviews, right. but maybe you can't please just everybody, right. for sure. There are some rules about what is allowed on Yelp too, for instance. I mean, you can't use people's names unless the, there's a good reason to believe that other people would know. What, you know, what, are, what are some of those rules? Lewdness, uh, hate speech, bigotry, you know, I mean, the, the big no-nos, of course. Right. I, I remember there was one instance where a business owner contacted me because somebody left a review that wasn't even like a personal experience. It was clearly somebody who was a jilted lover of a, of, of an employee at the restaurant who went online and said, you know, I'm making up her name. Sandy was clearly in the bathroom doing cocaine and blah, 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 <laughs> you know, and just completely disparaging her. Did not, you know, it did not say anything about, you know, how the food was or the, it was clearly somebody who was just had so a what bone ha- to pick. what happens to a review like so that? So with something like that, uh, and a lot of business owners and, and people who just use the site uh, aren't aware of this, but you can flag a review that violates, that if you think it violates uh, Yelp's terms of service. And Yelp's terms of service are something that you can read on the site. So that can go into more specifics. But if you feel like it, it doesn't uh, accurately describe uh, an actual experience, 
you know, like somebody said, well, you know, my mom went to that place and said it's horrible. That's not your experience, so that you can't give a right, this right. is a one star review for that. Or if, like you said, like if they call out a, a specific name to disparage that person in a public forum, that you can flag that review. And once once you flag that review and you have uh, they have like a little drop down menu of you know three or four different things uh, that you can say here's the reason why you're flagging that review. Then uh, we have a user ops department that you know then evaluates that case within three to five days and makes a decision. So and more often than not, you'd be surprised if they really feel like that review has violated terms of service, that review will get taken down. So where is the flag icon on, on your regular Yelp thing? Uh, it's at the bottom of the review on that business page. So uh, if you were reading that review that you feel is in, that, that's in question, at the very bottom of it on the right-hand side, it's a little flag icon, and you click that, and then that gives you the drop-down gives menu. you the drop-down okay. menu, and then also a little space where you can get into more specifics about why you're flagging that review. Well, and obviously, if someone doesn't like your hamburger, you don't flag that. No. I mean, I mean Just because you don't right. like what the right. person right. said right. that right. they didn't like your food, no, that's not a valid reason. That's, that's not fake news? That's, Just because no, someone doesn't exactly. like you, it's not fake news? As popular as fake news <laughs> is nowadays, no, no, that's still a no-no. So but, what are some other tools on Yelp that you can use in, 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 in that regard? With regards to... to uh, if you see a, a review that you really take a, exception to. Well, I, what I would recommend is uh, first and foremost, uh, breathe. You know, <laughs> take a deep breath. Right. Uh, don't respond immediately. Right. You know, I, I know it hurts. That's the business is your baby, as we always like to say. But uh, before you go on the attack, because uh, of course you're going to feel a little defensive. Right. That's not always the best approach. Right. Uh, one one of the things that we like to say is, you know, we we say start by thanking the business. Uh, this business owner should start by thanking that person for posting a review. for posting right. a review, and we recommend that, that doing that publicly. You can do public response or a private response. We recommend at first doing a, a public response. So. You let not just that person know, but all the other people who are visiting your page know that you are listening to feedback and right. you're engaged. Well, because this is not a conversation in the vacuum. No, right? exactly. I mean, there are other people. I mean, I, I deal with that in, in, in bar business all the time. There are people around you. They can hear what you, what's going on. Too. Absolutely. So be aware of that. So, you know, thank the person for the feedback, whether it's good or bad. And I definitely recommend responding to both good and not so good reviews. And then uh, thank them for whatever positive thing they might have put into the review start with the positive right before you know you like dig into you know like letting them know that uh you know uh, perhaps they you know you share their disappointment that they were unhappy with their uh, brunch or, or or whatnot and let them know that you know you're let them know what your business philosophy is right and let them know like hey you know that obviously we strive to put out the best food as possible right. and, and we apologize if that service didn't meet your standards and right. this is good feedback for us we're always working to do better and we hope that you come back and give us another shot and, and if a mistake was made acknowledge the mistake acknowledge the mistake right? absolutely the worst you know I've seen this before where a business owner uh, there, there's an unpleasant review, mm-hmm. and uh, you read as an outside observer. You're reading the review, and then you read the business owner's response to it, and that solidifies yeah. the review that you just read, where they respond in just the most vitriolic, vicious manner, and you think, oh, oh that's yeah. who they are. And even, I mean, regardless of whether they're right, because I don't even, I have no idea, right? Those are two different experiences. Right. But just by reading that as a customer, sometimes you go, mm, mm-hmm. I, I see what's going on here. Yeah. Right. What's the old saying, right? Uh, 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 better to keep your mouth shut and let the world think you're a fool than open it and convince, remove all doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
No, no, absolutely. I, I, I do think that I would recommend every business owner respond to every review, but take your time before you do it, you know, and, but you'd be, it's not, it doesn't take that much time to respond to a review. Right. But I think it makes a world of difference. Um, I think we, as we talked about before um, in a previous segment, if you respond to uh, somebody's review, a uh, negative review, uh, within 24 hours of that review being posted, it, the stat is, uh, has a 33% chance of getting upgraded. Wow. That's, oh, that's, that's huge. That's huge. Yes. That's, that's huge. So I, if I could leave uh, you with like the main takeaway points here in uh, responding to a review as a business owner, right. I would leave you with four steps. First, you know, when you res- first take a big deep breath right. before you respond to your review, to the review. And then when you actually sit down to craft that review, first start by thanking the person for their feedback, whether it's positive or negative. That goes a long way and just letting them know that they were heard. Because more often than not, people, when they post their reviews, they just want to be acknowledged that their feedback was received, Right. right? I would always recommend that the business owner focus on like highlighting something positive from that person's review, you know, before you go in straight for, you know, the stab or the kill, if you will. And then sort of segue into addressing that person's specific concerns about your business. Like if they didn't like the steak or whatnot, or if they thought the service was off. And then when you address that, you know, kind of reinforce your business philosophy of, you know, we always strive to deliver the best experience possible and let them know that, that that's something that, uh, that you know, if there was something that they found that was weak in your system, that they acknowledge it and that you're going to work on it right. and try to fix it because maybe something was wrong. You know, not everybody has a, uh, their A game. You right. know, sometimes you have a bad day at the office. And then uh, I would always conclude the review, uh, the, the response to the review by uh, just saying like, you know, again, thanking them and inviting them back to come in and say like, hey, we're going to be working on this. Give us another shot and uh, go from there. And if they have other specific comments, uh, then invite them to have a, a dialogue with you offline. Offline. So uh, th- those would be the uh, big tips I would recommend to a business owner. Yeah, but, and the main thing is be civil. Be civil, absolutely. Right. It doesn't have to get ugly. Right. And sometimes I've seen business owners where they go off the rails yeah. and they kind of, again, as we always say, it's their baby and they're going to get defensive, but that's, you got to remain cool. Right. Stay cool. Well, as we talked about in the previous segment, think about it as if you're having a face-to-face conversation, not with just an anonymous person online. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So well, using that, that kind of template, so one of the things is how to read a review. I mean, I always, one of the things that I always look for is when I'm reading reviews, whether there's a picture, right? And we talked about this. Oh, yeah. Before, picture right? says, uh, what do they say? Right. Picture speaks a thousand words, right? right? Yeah. So it's the person, a real person is posting this review. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I, the, uh, that's one of the things that's considered the source always. Um, right. I, I'm, I question those folks who post reviews that don't have a real name, like Joe Schmo, right. you know, 65. Snowflake. Snowflake, <laughs> you know, with a picture of, you know, like a, their cat or whatever. And I just... I, that that's something I, I don't. It could be a shill. It could right. be a competitor. Right. If they've only had one review to their name. I, I question that. Uh, I usually look for those folks, and I have the ability. Everybody has the ability to follow those Yelpers, whose reviews are, maybe match their sensibilities. Right. Kind of custom tailor their own critics. Exactly. Right? So. So yeah. how so how do you do that? Uh, you have the option to add them as a friend or to follow them or both. Okay. 
Uh, so I will do that for those folks where I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe that person is a big prime rib fan. I like prime rib, so I'm more likely to follow that person who's you know writing reviews about great steakhouses. Uh, also, the other thing on Yelp is you uh, can see uh, they have like a little uh, bar graph of the number of positive reviews that they've written. If you have the ability to see how many five star reviews a person has written uh, versus you know the one star reviews, uh, I look at that you know because if somebody just writes one star reviews, they probably are just a very unhappy, negative person. Um, I'm going to want to follow somebody who I think is a little bit more fair and balanced. And, and so no, not all five-star reviews either. Yeah, if somebody's just writing five-star reviews, that, that's hard for me to trust. I've, uh, maybe that person's on ecstasy or, or something. <laughs> I don't know. And it, conversely, if they're only writing one-star reviews, then uh, that person seems like a very negative Nancy. Um, so that's going to be hard for me to follow. I try to find those folks that have... Uh, kind of a, a range of reviews. I mean, obviously, they're not going to love every experience they have, but um, some three- and four-star reviews, I think, uh, can tell you a lot. And uh, so then I'll choose to follow that particular Yelper. And so my big takeaways, if I can uh, you know, share anything with uh, the group, is uh, try to follow those people who have sensibilities similar to your own. You can follow them. You can add them as a friend. I would recommend following those people who have real names and real photos attached to their profile. And uh, yeah, you know, and then look at uh, the the range of reviews. If they're all one star or they're all five star, eh, maybe they're not the most trustworthy. So always consider the source. Indeed. Please join Kevin online next time when we discuss is the customer always right? In a two-part series with our very first guest, Sean Saylor, chef-owner of Saylor's Restaurant and Bar in Sausalito, California. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. I would go home with you.